go ahead and say titter tot. Titter tot. <laughs> Is that what you said? No. Tater tot? Tater tot, yeah. Oh, shoot, dude. My ears are plugged. Are they? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm just going to. All right. And welcome back to another episode of Joel's Mind Podcast, where we talk about being a better version of you. And today, we have a very, very special guest with me. Um, we have a really. What's the word I'm looking for? We have a very specific topic we're talking about today. It's Joel's Mind. Um, podcast and it's going to be about love and so I needed some expert advice expert um, wisdom on this topic so there isn't anyone better that I could talk about with this topic other than my mom so with that please welcome my mom hi guys happy to be here yeah. <laughs> thank you Miho, for having me absolutely so <laughs> this is uh, one half of the creator of Joel's mind actual Joel's mind so <laughs> thank you for coming on mom I appreciate you no I know problem I love to be here it's been we're it's been busy for the family and everything yes. we got going on with the wedding coming up and all that good stuff so yes. this weekend we're gonna be adding a new member to our family making it official officially <laughs> not that they're already not but you know officially we are excited Uncle Sam's gonna be involved now <laughs> so um but yeah, so I wanted to talk to you about love, mom, because you've really taught me a whole lot about love and everything I know. So um, I just want to ask you questions, uh, okay. pick your brain, um, and let the people know what your mind is on about love. So my favorite subject. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah, for those of you that don't know, my mom's really big on love. She's given it to everyone that she's met and introduced um our friends growing up and like this weekend you know hanging out with our friends it was fun like hearing people talk about how you and dad like just were accepting and loving but also like you guys had your roles and you guys had your boundaries when it came to coming over and having fun at, our, at the house so it's uh it's it's just been it's just been cool it's been cool to see like how powerful real love really is and so that's kind of what i wanted you know people to understand the power of love and why it's important and how it's important for us to remember to do things with love which is exactly what you used to tell us growing up yes, which is absolutely do everything with love absolutely there's a big reason and we um we have to we have we could choose to do otherwise but that wouldn't be as special and it wouldn't mean as much as if you do it with love and you are deep you're on a level that is naturally a high and who doesn't want to be high on love mm. <laughs> Facts. so yeah um i yeah you're you're absolutely right like I think it's just so much more meaningful when it's done out of love and, and sincerity. And that's what I've learned. That's what love is. You know, love is more than just emotion. It's an action. You know, it's what we do. Uh, but real love, it comes very authentically. And that's something that I believe, you know, when us as individuals, people try to become better versions of ourselves, like there's a certain level of love that we start to obtain for ourselves and for others. And, it's beautiful because, you know, I know not everyone comes from that background. I'm very privileged 
you know, to... Yes, you are, honey. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you never let me forget. That was <laughs> but, um, it's that love. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, and, and truly, like, we are, you know, me and Daniel really yes. are privileged to, like, go on through the things that we've gone through and, and still come out being able to love and be able to nurture. You know, I know that's not the case for everyone, you know. For example, when mom used to get us in trouble and hit us with the chancla and, and whatever she can fit in her hand. <laughs> Remote control. Did yeah. I say that? Yeah. <laughs> Edit, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you always used to remind us, like, I'm doing this because I love you. And, like, I always made me, like, frustrated because I'm like, of course that you're saying that you love us because you're hitting us. But, like, not because you're hitting us, but, like, but it always, always meant something. Like, always stuck with me. Like, always was, like, it, it made sense. And I, I always believed it. Like, I, I understood, like, after I was crying and, you know, rubbing my butt. You know, I, I was like, you know, I know I, what I did was wrong. It wasn't right, you know, so. Yes. It works. So, I mean, Good. do you have any advice for people out there that are raising young children, whether they're single or together? I definitely would say that if you are going to discipline, always expect to have the reason followed with what your expectations are of that person. And obviously you're going to say you're going to do things to discipline, not out of anger, not out of, of being upset with the situation at hand or whatever the, the situation may be at the time. But kids are so resilient and they're different ages and they do things out of their just they're kids, so they're whatever comes and pops in their mind. Well, I didn't think this was going to ruin this, and I didn't. Of course, they're not going to think ahead. They're kids. They shouldn't be. They should just be kids. But there is, there should be some lessons involved, and there should be some, you know, teaching to where they can actually pull through and don't touch. That's going to burn. And uh, if if I don't spank or discipline they obviously will be hurt if they do touch something that's going to burn them. And so I always say, to, you know, explaining with love, but always saying that you're going to give them that choice too. You know, you're also giving them that freedom. You're not telling them you can't, but if you do, you're going to get burned. And I don't want to, I don't want you to be hurt. So then you follow through with the discipline and after you tell them with a few warnings and they continue with it, then you tell them, okay, if you didn't get burned, now you're going to get spanked. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to get spanked and you're going to be, you're going to be, you know, guided the right way and obviously done with love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not a parent yet, but I definitely remember that. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, legends are handful. And it's hard to communicate with a dog that doesn't communicate back other than his puppy eyes. Yes, yes. Those puppy eyes are just like eyes that come from a little toddler, little Joel when he was growing up, you know. They always give you those eyes like, I didn't mean to, and what did I do? And so I always do say, pick your battles. Pick your battles because, like Joel said, you know, some, sometimes it sounds like we're hiding as parents are hiding behind, well, I have to discipline you because it's my job or because I'm, you know, I'm doing this out of love. You know, I want you to be the better 
version of yourself when you grow up you need to know that this is the way I want you to be and not to be this way so you want to teach and you want to guide but you also don't want to sound like a broken record and you don't want so you pick your battles you just want to pick your battles and then discipline according to the situation not every situation is going to be the same and legend <laughs> Pobrecito. Yeah. He he's been disciplined even from Gamma. <laughs> yeah, so but he, he's loved a ton and he's he gets rewarded a ton as any one of my grandbabies would. Yeah. Or other grandchilds. <laughs> yeah. Well uh yeah, I it is good advice because I I mean I'm older now and I feel like I've learned to be more patient and like seeing, you know, Mila and, and Eliza and Ezra, like I feel like just over the time it makes more sense as I see them grow up and like seeing them get in trouble and like choosing what's like what's worth like really teaching a lesson, you know, like what's what's really like gonna stick, you know, like for getting them in trouble every single time, then it, I, I can see how it creates that sheltered, mischievous child. But then it also, like, if you're not doing anything and you're letting kids just run around, do whatever they want, like, it also makes sense why kids, like, don't have that, they don't feel that sense of love. There's no one there to be, like, you know, hold them accountable, you know, like, I, I've... That is so true. Yeah. Very much a very big part of parenting is that I used to watch kids, you know, when you guys were little, I when I would watch other kids and they would say, you know, my kids love coming here because you you have a home. It's a home. It's not just a rough over these kids. It's not like you're just being a babysitter. I I wanted them to feel special. It wasn't just my kids or, you know, just your friends but it was kids that would be in my care and they loved to have rules they loved to have regulations and and it wasn't so much that it was a rule and they saw it as a rule because I didn't want them to see it as a rule it's just okay when you guys want a snack where do you go and so the mentality that I had is I don't want rules I was the black sheep of my family at one point. Yeah. So I didn't like rules. I don't like rules still to this day. I mean, like you say rules when, and if you're going to label stuff and yeah, it kind of goes with the whole thing, eh, not my thing. T tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So Even unless I'm really feeling like it's a lot of fun and okay, so everything's organized, everything has its home and every everything has its place. We do things at a certain time, in a certain way. So do you want your snack? Okay, where do you go? Let's, let's go to the chair. Let's go sit on the high chair. Let's go. You have choices. Do you want the table or do you want to sit at the, the bar stool? And they didn't see it as a rule, and I didn't see it as a rule. Yeah. But believe me, I needed the rules at yeah. times. You know, it was more like, and, and it wasn't always sweet, but mm -hmm. I knew that I, it was, reactions also that took place you know it was taking time choosing your battles yeah. all that took play yeah i mean to piggyback off that like that that structure of like sitting in a high chair sitting at, like 
like I've seen Mila do like when she's ready to eat she knows where to go you know and yes like I a lot of people you know they may or may not know that but like like the the psyche behind it like psychology behind it is like it's like you know like pets you know the pets know when they're gonna get their food because you're digging into the bag and they're sitting there patiently like it's the same for humans like when you build that that structure of that environment like this is where we eat this is when you start when you sit down when you're in that high chair when you have that bib when you have that chair in front of you it's like the dogs when they start to salivate as humans like we start to learn okay this is when we eat versus like you know just you know feeding someone randomly or wherever and there's no real structure you know there's no real like pattern to be learned and yes and so i mean just because my grandchild's are you know dogs don't mean they have to eat like dogs <laughs> yeah. they don't have to act like dogs i mean they're they're dogs but they're also loving and they're so human-like mm-hmm. and they yeah. respond to our human abilities as even having their four-legged little you know furry friends and their pals and they're you know they come around other dogs and they they start adapting to what is their structure, what they what they've been taught, and I think that's a lot goes a long way when we adopt, mm-hmm. or when we take people in, or when we help others, when we have friends, and when we have our families around, we have structure. And if there's no structure, and there's no what the word my favorite word <laughs> rules, yeah, rules. If there's no rules or structure, then yeah, it kind of feels like everybody's free to do their own thing and you know sometimes it it does feel really lonely and I've been there I've been where I could see it through people when they just need love and structure Mm -hmm. and it's so important for them to feel feel home feel if it's not their home feel home if it's my home it's your home yeah and and you've done a really good job of that like I thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so for the people that have, are listening now like to pan picture of like my mom and why, you know, she's here. We're talking about love. It's just how giving she is and how selfless she is when it comes to like opening people up to her home and being able to like provide just that, you know, provide a loving home like somewhere where someone can be welcomed and, and feel safe. And I know for a lot of my friends growing up um and even for myself, like, that was something where I know if I brought my friends to my house, like, they would feel that sense of love, you know. And, you know, like, I see it more now and I understand it more now, now that I'm older. And, like, I've heard the, my story, the stories of my friends now that they're older and sh- sharing, like, you know, going over to your parents' house, like, it really was something different. It was home away from home. And, or, you know, for some of them, it was their home you know and and so like it's just i I know people don't get a they may not understand that because you know it's just that's just the podcast but you know i I want people to understand like you know there's a reason there's a reason for it you know there's a reason for people look at you and dad as you know almost like second parent figures you know and there's a reason i love the way i love there's a reason why daniel loves the way he loves and there's a reason why we do the things we do and it's because we fortunately you know have had parents to be able to teach us 
you know, right and from wrong, you know, even from your guys' own mistakes and just, you know, there's just a lot of love that you've given us, even when we didn't understand it as young children, that, like, you guys were doing everything possibly, you know, within your power to, to build a home and keep a home and, you know, keep that structure going. Thank you, honey. I just love, I love that. It means yeah. a lot to me. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, um, so with that, what what's your definition of love? Oh, my gosh. There is so many, so many different loves in this world. Um, there's so many forms of love. There's so many. My love cup gets filled in, in so many different ways, and especially now being a grandma. <laughs> but... I just, I think my definition of love would be, it's, there's no limit. There's no definition of like, it's just one definition. Mm -hmm. it, there's just, it's, it's, it's in the air. It's everything that you can possibly think that it just, you can't see it. It's, it's, and I mean, like I would normally say, you can't, you have faith if, if anything, if you understand faith and having, you know, if, if you have any Christianity background, then you would know and understand when I say you have faith. But um, you can't see the man upstairs and you can't see the man downstairs. Well, some do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, the thing of it all is you just, in a broad aspect of it all, it's just, you feel it's the feel that you get and it's just it's not it's not jealousy and it's not it's definitely not hate you when you feel hate you do not feel any love in your heart <laughs> when yeah. you feel hate when you feel anger you don't feel love in your heart you don't feel love when you're getting through a, a rut in life you don't feel love so love is just an amazing high to me it's just an amazing feeling it's uh it's different it's it's just something that when you're there you know you're there and yeah. and like when they say when you find the one you know it's the one it's the same thing it's you'll know yeah. you'll know and it takes you on a different level it makes you feel giddish and happy and lovable and just completely you know unguarded it makes you feel just open um unfiltered uncensored whatever you want to feel that you have to guard or put yourself in this world especially nowadays to protect and all that's out the window none of that matters none of that is existent when you feel love yeah. so i it's just a almost, natural high it's almost scary like it's, it's absolutely almost, it's scary like <laughs> being so vulnerable and like having someone like make you feel that way because it's like that's a lot of it's almost it's almost like it's a lot of power that they have over you but it's really a strong emotion and i know when lupita and i first like you know we're dating and getting to know each other like i feel like i was I could feel that, like, those walls being broken down, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is something I want. <laughs> I remember like... that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you definitely do. But um, it is, it is, it is a, like, it's, it is scary, because, like, 
I mean, you do have people that have a past where the love that they've experienced was betrayal or like it's it, it's just painful rather than what, yes. you know, like what I would say it should be, you know, like love should be be happy and good. It's just like you're explaining. Um, yes. But I mean, I know love definitely hurts. Like love hurts. Yes. You know, like that's not something you can get away from. And that's like, that's just, I think that's part of the package, you know, like. If you do not open up your heart and love, then what's the purpose? Yeah. What's the point in going through life without actually wanting to feel and love in return? I mean, you can be loved. You can love and you can love many and be loved by many. I am so loved by my grandbabies and boy, do I love oh, yeah. them in return. <laughs> yeah. And so it's to me, love comes in so many different ways and shapes and forms to me. It's not just from your better half or that your person. It, it comes from just different, different ways that the world is offering it to you. And uh, we just need to be equipped for it. We need to have a different vision. We have to really open our eyes and, and open up our hearts and just let it flow. It's like the laws of attraction. Yeah. And just setting yourself out there to be, hey, I want some. Give me some. It's like, you know, I'll, I'll take some. Fill my cup. Yeah. Fill it up. Let it overflow. I'm, I'm good. I can take this. And I don't expect or I know that there is consequences to everything. And I know that you're, 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 there's a lot of people that fear to, to break down those walls. But why would you when you are on a go on a, the green lights there and you're feeling it? Why would you stop? Why would you allow anything to stop you? Yeah. You just embrace it and run, run free. What, what advice would you give to someone that's like not doesn't know how to open up or is afraid to open up like and they're questioning whether they should open it up i would start saying look in the mirror look in the mirror try to figure out what why they can't love themselves first because it definitely you have to love yourself makeup no makeup hair done no hair done you know like in your chanclas and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your tantras, whatever it may be, you better love yourself the way it is because you came on this earth by yourself. You will go by yourself. And if you are holding yourself to be loved or love someone because that's what you're thinking this is about, then you're on the wrong, already starting off on the wrong foot. You have to look in the mirror and you really have to embrace the, the beauty of what life offers and what, where it starts is with you, with the individual, with, with me, with everybody that is searching for that high is you got to start with yourself and yeah. really allow yourself to fix yourself, you know, to torment yourself a little bit so that you can feel a little extra so that you can... You know, it's like I used to say, put a little lime on that cut so you can really just, you know, it wakes you up and it gives you a little push just to keep going and yeah. to shape you just where you need to be. Because why do you want to be comfortable? Why would you want to be at a comfort? Uh, it's funny. Now that I say that, it reminds me of someone um, 
one of my old managers uh, said to me, that, why would I want to stay with the love of my life? I want to be comfortable. I don't want to be in pain. And so he was somewhat of a gigolo, apparently. Mm-hmm. And she, her heart was with him that she ended up marrying somebody younger. And um, it was a com- two different cultures, which I see nothing to really have to do with it. But at the same time, it had so many things to do with it because her, their cultures were completely different. Um, very black and white. But um, I also think that she was very wrong. I think she was very wrong. You can be comfortable. If you want to live your life comfortable, live your life comfortable. But if you really want to be real, and if you really want to embrace life as it's supposed to be, then go out there and really feel it, you know, feel it and really allow yourself to. It comes with a lot of baggage. Yes, you're right. It comes with a lot of pain. Yes, you're right. But it's so damn worth it, if you ask me. Yeah, I would agree. I agree 100%. Like, it, I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm a sucker for love. But, like, who doesn't mm. want to be in love? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it, I, I've experienced what life is like when you're not in love and, you know, being a, being a jiggle, being someone that's just trying to, I guess, for me, fill in a void and, like, you know, spend time to, repl- like, to replace what love really is, you know? Like, but being with the that's like, I don't, I don't have to be with her every day. You know, like, I don't, like, I don't have to fill in that void with her presence to make me feel loved, you know. And I'm sure she, she, you're feeling her love not being next to her. You feel the love because you guys, that's your person. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. You don't have to be with that person in an intimate way once a month, once a week twice a day three times a day it, it doesn't matter that if you have intimacy in a sexual form where you think that's love mm-hmm. that it, love sure marriage has a lot to do with that intimacy and it comes in so many different ways but i'm going to tell you there's people in this world that don't ever have sex and are married and happily married. And there's people that I know that have been married for years and would say, if there wasn't any of that, I would still be married because that's my person. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. If that person's next to you or not next to you, you know that person's your person. So you don't have to fear that they're not next to you. So they're not going to be your your blankie. (laughs) You know, they're not going to be your comfort just for comfort she's not your your maid and she's not your how you know it's it's she's your person so it's she covers every aspect of your needs and so that's what the beauty is of of having a person having your person yeah i would agree yeah it's been it's been a revelating experience you know to be with lupita and it's just been i'm grateful for it because I mean, I you have seen you've seen me hurt. You've seen me be, you know, try to be with people that just wasn't, you know, the ones for me. And and like I'm just so much more grateful now for her, you know, from those experiences and just, you know, 
knowing like the difference from what is like healthy and what's toxic you know yes and yes. so i appreciate those experiences before because it's helped me appreciate what i have now you know 100 yeah. 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 yeah yeah and i i love what i see when i see you i love how you guys love each other <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you guys kind of made me choke up a little bit when I saw your little Instagram love little taps that you guys did on uh, for Valentine's. Was <laughs> oh, telling yeah. Dad, see, that's what I mean. I love their love. Everybody has their way of loving, and you could just tell, you know, what makes you comfortable, you know, and it yeah. just is. It's just unbelievable. It's, it's definitely just one of those things that you really just thrive on and it comes within first because if you didn't love yourself you couldn't love her yeah yeah and that's the truth like i haven't really shared this story you know i haven't shared the story on the podcast at all but like before i met lupita i was really trying hard to like love myself because i realized i would that was that's what i wasn't doing you know before i'd met her like i was trying to fill in a void i was using other people and other things as a crutch to kind of get me through like what I was going through. And until I finally realized like I was a problem, like I was part of the problem. Like I was, there was a common denominator and that pain that I was experiencing and the pain that I kept experiencing. And, and it was me. And I remember that's when I, you know, I went celibate, you know, I, I stopped doing any type of drugs, didn't do any alcohol and I was working out. Thankfully, I was working in the warehouse. Like, that's when I was, like, I lost a lot of weight because I was working in the warehouse, working 10-hour shifts. And then, but even after that, I would go and still work out and, like, just really kind of sit in that pain when it would hurt. And then I would really right. sit in that, like, the times that I felt good, you know, like, the times where I'm, like, okay, like, I, I'm sad and it hurts, but I'm not, I'm not, like, in pain, you know. But, yes. and then it just helped me be stronger and it helped me be more, like, just authentic with myself. It helped me be more authentic with, you know, Lupita, and it just really helped me just kind of grow up and not be so a tangible damsel in distress. Yes. And so, um, yeah, like for anyone that's out there that's struggling with love or being in a relationship, like absolutely, hundred percent. I, I encourage you to love yourself. That's the biggest factor because at the end of the day, like you said, like you come in this world by yourself, you're gonna leave this world by yourself, and it's those times where you're sitting in the dark by yourself that you know, that's where that love also comes into play, you know, like, if you don't know how to love yourself, or all you know is hate, all you know is being bullied, or all you know is just being mean and rude, like, or medicating, self-medicating, yeah, you know, it's, you're not helping the situation if you settle for, for less, yeah, yeah, why settle for less when there's a world waiting for you, and that has love in it, mm-hmm, why not chase it? Why not grab the best out of life? Yeah. And just really not not stumble and stop and fall and stay there. And a, a rut, you know, like he said, when you feel other pain, you know, you're losing weight, you're working out, you're working 10-hour shifts, and then you're still going to the gym, and you're still working out, and you're still feeling, you're feeling pain. Well, I'm going to tell you, our bodies don't allow us to have more than one pain physically so you embrace that pain as you did and it helped you 
clear your mind and it helped you. It brought you back up. It pulled you right where you needed to be. And that's exactly why I love to clean. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I always have, have, <laughs> have a reason why I want to feel a little bit of pain. And it helps me clear my thoughts and it helps me keep me on my toes. Yeah. This world can be nasty and you can easily be negative and adapt right into its nasty environment that yeah. we live in. And it's just, it's awful to live that way. And I feel bad and sad for people that live like that, but you can't help anybody that won't want to help themselves. That's a fact. That's true. Um, yeah, like, it's like the old saying, you know, you can lead a horse to water, you can't make a drink. And Yes. And that's, like, one thing I feel like I realized when I was going through that whole, like, transformation of me growing. It was just, like, you know, I can't, I can't expect anyone to change that's not going to change themselves. But I can't expect myself to change if I am not willing to change and not willing to put in the work to you know, be a different person to be a better person. And that really was just an eye opener for me to like, just kind of get my shit together. And it really helped. Like it really helped. Like I felt like my love after that was very more genuine. And that was going after a very like toxic relationship. Like I just was really like, man, like I deserve, I remember saying this out loud. I remember, you know, sitting in my room on my bed crying and like telling myself like I, I'm deserving of love. And, like, the love that I was experiencing was just, like, not, it was just, it wasn't it, you know, like, the love was just, like, it was just hurtful, you know, and, like, even though, like, despite, like, the good times and the good memories, like, it just, I felt like I kept coming to the same point in my life where I was just hurt and upset and, you know, looking for something else to medicate what, what I was going through, and so I just was just really raw with myself like you know and that's when it triggered in my mind like love is something I want something love is something I desire something that you know is uh, like a goal of mine you know and I can't accomplish that if I'm looking in love in places where there is no love and that's yeah. and that's that's you know that's what really helped me be become better version of myself and yes and then sure enough Lupita came along and <laughs> you know the rest is history and yes. so so I appreciate, I appreciate those experiences. A lot of times you told me to like become better. Like for those of everyone that doesn't really, I mean, I don't even think I really broke it down, but the reason why I, I you know, I choose to be better, why that always st stuck with me and why Joel's Mind is even a podcast is because of that. And that's because you mom, like you've always used to t tell oh, us, you know, you. when we we're sitting <laughs> at the kitchen counter, like, you know, this is why, you know, you want to do the things that will make you feel better, you know, make you better, you know, like that was something that stuck, you know, out of all the lessons that you've shared, like that was something that really helped me just remember that, you know, life doesn't have to suck, you know. No, it doesn't. And no, so. it doesn't. You were given a life and, you know, I remember myself going through those things when I was <laughs> the black sheep of the family. Yeah. I didn't choose to be here. Who the heck did this for me? I didn't want this. I didn't ask to be. Why couldn't I be a different, you know, race? Yeah. <laughs> why couldn't I have the easy race? <laughs> I won't even say what it is, but y'all know. 
Yeah. Why do we have to fight, you know, to to have a voice? Why do we have to fight as women to have a voice? Why do we have to feel like we have to be uh, accepted or um, not wanted because nobody feels like they're wanted in this world um, by society? You don't get that. Um, that's n a different point of view of how people see, you know, society. And so I think that you just have to really love yourself in order to, for you to accept yourself. And then you fit in right well. Yeah. Right where you should be, but well enough that you're accepted in society. And I think there's a lot of people that are comfortable collecting their, you know, unemployment checks because they're in fear of going out to the real world. They don't know how to take that step and, hey, I want to be embraced by society. I want to be accepted by society. And yeah. it's, nope, honey, it's not that's not how it works. You need to accept and love yourself before you can be accepted and, and go and be in the real world. And let it hit you. Let it hit you when it hits you hard. It's going to hit you hard because it never came with it. You know, a, a promise that you were going to have an easy life. It just, we deal with life as it comes. Yeah. And, you know, it's like they say, you know, it's your plans aren't always going to come out the way you plan them. Um, That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I just, I, I love I love you, Joey. I just love you. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that you have reached out. I mean, this podcast, um, people don't understand the things that you and your brother and us as a family had to battle. And, you know, they don't understand, you know, even cousins and other family members don't, don't see didn't, they weren't there to witness. And so I'm here to back you up 100% and fuck all of them. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> so um, because they don't know, you, we're not always going to expose, you know, our feelings and our drama and our, our pain to on a daily basis to everybody. So they didn't see everything. And I, I expected for you guys not to see or feel but unfortunately you know when you are at home you don't you don't get to protect your children in every aspect as you want to as a mother and you mamas out there you know keep pulling and keep fighting because it's an ugly world as is and you have challenges in your own doorstep and your own in your own home and as a mother of children you want to protect and just defeat the enemy and defeat the ugliness in this world and uh, i was just not looking at life the way i look at it now and i'm not saying this is the only way to look at it you look at your life the way you want to look at it everybody has the right you know like i said i don't like rules <laughs> this yeah. is not a rule i'm just saying this is my way and it works for me and whatever works for you works for you and more power to you women out there and fathers single fathers because i understand how a father can be outlawed and 
fighting hard to love their children because I see that. I see that. I see that with people in my family and I see that with people, friends and, and it's, it's tough when, when love can't be celebrated, when love can't be exposed, when love has to be sheltered or hidden or, you know, in fear, you can't love because you're in fear of pulling down those walls and to really, you know, hey, if you open your heart up and brought down those walls, then what then? What if it is beautiful? And you hid yourself this whole time and this child grows up thinking that they weren't loved enough because of what? They don't even understand or comprehend the reasoning. If the human that is actually putting up the walls and is considered the parent doesn't bring down the walls and doesn't embrace love and teach love and show love, then I'm sorry, you did not do your duty. And I'm sorry, but if you do not do your due diligence as a father, a mother, and bring those walls down, I mean, break them down, break them down just so that you can feel just if, if it's painful for you, let it be fucking painful. Let it, let it and embrace that pain because you know what? After that pain only comes beauty. Once you fall and you hit cement and you can't go any further, well, what goes on? You come back up. That's all you have. You have no choice, but you either sit and sleep in the shit you did. Smell that shit. And I'm sorry to put it out that way, but it ain't pretty when you sit and smell your own shit. You know, it's, it's, you're going to have to smell it and you're going to have to deal with it. If you want to lay in it, lay in it all you want. If that's your comfort, stay in it. But when you have babies, I am big on babies. Babies are, are just, they're just beautiful. They're put in this world and they're, they're magical because they're a open white canvas and you are embracing and teaching them. So Joey, I cannot wait for you to be a father (laughs) because you think you feel love now. I'm telling you, love comes in many different ways. It fills your heart like an amazing, just, it just overwhelms you. And I, I know that every new mother is like, wow, this is just beautiful. And this is my world. And, and then they have another one. It's like, oh, I didn't think I could love like any different. And then you have grandbabies. And it's like, oh, my gosh, they were right. <laughs> they, another it's another kind of love. Yeah. And, you know, so when I say there's different kinds of love and you will love many and. Uh, you will be loved by many. It's not just your other half. It's not your, you know, it's it's not just you loving yourself. But boy, does it feel good to look in the mirror when you've brought those walls down. When you've when you've just lifted yourself and peeled yourself off that dry shit. that's so gross but that crusty stuff needs to come off and you just run with it and run in that water and that fresh water and bathe and and come out a new person and and you know it's just it's beautiful it's just so beautiful it's easy to be ugly it's easy to be in that rut it's so easy for people to do it and then you know what's so sad is they do it over and over and over again 
yeah that's the that's the truth it's crazy thank you for that because i i can't wait to be a father you know i feel like i don't know how y'all did it you know now i'm 27 i'm still learning how to wipe my own ass i feel like you know (laughs) but it just yeah i can't wait to be a father and i know when that time comes like i know i'll be ready even more now than i know i am now but absolutely um but like going back to what you're saying like for people just you know to like lay in and not not pull themselves out like i swear if i had a dollar for every time i had someone come to me and tell me about my life like as if they knew it or if they walked in my shoes or you know even bothered to even ask the questions that would even give them the answers to even have the idea to think where i come from or the things that i've experienced but not take that same energy and turn it around on themselves and and build themselves i would be a rich person uh, did you all hear that? Because <laughs> I think that's the, exactly what why this world is so harsh with society and and you know people think they have to be this certain weight and this certain type of you know look and you have to wear the the name brands you have to do yeah. all that doesn't even matter. But the one thing that does matter they can't seem to grip. Yeah. Look yeah. in the freaking mirror. Open your eyes. If you think you're good and you're 100% happy where you're at, then stay there for all means. Like I said, more power to you. But so far, I feel like you've done so much for yourself, Joel. Like for you to, to have and speak where you come from pain is to reach people because you have such a big heart. That comes from love. That comes from love, and that tells me everything. So when you hurt, I hurt. When you can't breathe, I can't breathe. And when it, when I know what I want to do and go and pull you out and grab you myself and hug you and just hold you, it's, it's not for me to say. It's me. I just have to sit back and on the sidelines, and I'm going to be your biggest fan, but I'm also going to be like, Oh, you can do it. You can do it. And I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. Go ahead. Yep. Try it. Try it. You feel like you can climb that rope? Go for it. You're going to run that track? Go for it. Try it. And if you don't make it, I'm still right here. And that's the whole point is run. Try different things. Don't get stuck in that comfort. Don't be comfortable because you can and you grow up, people, I mean, these young kids, young kids are just not doing anything because of COVID or because of their life, because of their world. No, that's more of a reason. That is more of a reason why you need to run and hurry up and get things situated for your future. I mean, there's no reason why we stop living because of COVID. I mean, there's no reason why we stop trying because your daddy don't love you. Your mama don't love you. You're, you know, you've one in 10 kids or the only one child or you're a PK, you know, pastor's kid. It, it doesn't mean labels mean nothing. You're the only one labeling yourself and I'm pulling through as if you are in a rut. Then if you are in a rut and you want to stay there, I feel for you because there's a whole life out here 
there's a whole world of love and you just need to feel it and and you'll feel like it's a different world for you it's not yeah. the same world we just keep going yeah i agree 100 why are you saying that it made me think of when like when i was in college like i i tend to say i love you too to people that i care about you know and you know that's just something i remember as a kid used to tell us like always never forget to say i love you never forget you know to just even when you're mad or upset with that person to remind them, you know, that you still love them because you never know when the last time you'll be able to say you, you love them. And so true. I, you know, I just had a tendency to say that to the people I cared about. And there was a couple of people where they're like, wow, you know, like I've never had another person tell me that, that they love you, you know, let a, let a, let alone be another male tell me I love you. And, you know, um, and so like, you know, for the people that are listening and, have experienced that like that's where it comes from it comes from from your guys's teachings of you know just of of that and the experiences of the times where life wasn't always sunshines and rainbows you know and, and things were hard and and just going through those you know hard times and those dark times where it's like wow like where is the love you know um it's just really molded me into like you know to remember that you know even the people that you know i'm not you know, say I'm in love with or talk to every day, like that I care about enough to like stay in contact. It's like, man, I I do love you. Like, I would hurt if something happened to you. I would be sad if, you know, if you were no longer on this earth, or, you know, it it would hurt me if someone did hurt you. You know, those are the yes. people I say I love you too. And, um, it's just, I you know, it was just something different for me to understand because i it made me realize that everyone comes from that and everyone comes from love or they don't get to experience that and it's such a big thing you know having love and feeling love and giving love is it's one of our human traits you know like we are we're, we're gifted the ability to be able to do that to one another and so powerful that you know i've it's helped me understand that you know despite the what i've gone through and what we've gone through like there's people that have gone through very similar, you know, environments or experiences where they didn't even get the other end of the love. And that's where it's really helped me understand how grateful I am to, you know, to have you and dad and just the lessons behind everything, because it, it, it's, it, it, it could be very, you know, daunting and very scarring for those that never get to experience it and don't know what to do with the love that they do have. And it's so true because I feel like, when somebody loves and marries someone that is not accustomed to being loved or being told that they're loved or being hugged and that happens a lot in the hispanic families you know the the fathers don't speak yeah. <laughs> if they speak they they speak with different uh, you know with different the chancla tone, yeah. <laughs> or you know it's like okay, I don't get any attention from you unless it's going to be targeting, you know, me at what level. And um, so you attempt to mix different signals, you know, as love. And they interpret love as it's an awful thing. And so imagine marrying someone that is really open to love. 
you're lucky to find Lupita. She's very loved. I am. I and am very lucky. it's, it, I'm lucky too because it comes to me. <laughs> I, like I said, I feel love from her. I feel love from different people in, in Talia and, you know, babies. And it's just, it's wonderful. And I just, I feel bad for those that don't. You're right. It's, it's really taunting for them. It's, it's, trauma it's like yeah. it's an issue it's it's an issue that you know isn't really ever touched you know with people because they won't open up yeah they will hold those walls up and they won't ever marry or if they marry it just doesn't last unless they marry someone like me <laughs> <laughs> but um yes <laughs> a little crazy crazy you know a little cray cray just a little overboard love. sometimes but I mean, I, I, it's my high, it's my natural high. And so yeah. I won't stop for anybody. <laughs> yeah. I I know you won't, but I appreciate that you never did. You know, like I understand the life that I lived as a kid and what I've gone through is definitely like, a, it's just a, a speck of the things that you guys gone through, like individually, like, you know, I've said this before in the very beginning of my podcast, the first episode that. You know, the life that you gave me and Daniel, it definitely was a white picket fence, two-story house with a golden retriever versus what you guys had gone through and what your parents had gave you. so awesome to hear. <laughs> so I appreciate you being able to go through everything you've gone through because it's just, I mean, 10 times worse that I've gone through and just the experiences you had to deal with as a woman. You know, as a Latina woman coming from Mexico, having to conform to the, you know, society standards here in the U.S. Back in the times where people were, were blatantly racist, you know, when people, you know, there we were legit minorities here in, in Yakima. Like, yeah, I was the only Mexican girl in my class in the whole school. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was really scary, but yes, you're right. And so, like... <laughs> For you to be able to go through all that and still love us the way you loved us and still to give us everything you give us, like, it's, it, it just shows, you know, and that's why I am able to love, you know, and, and, and even now having this conversation, it helps me understand, like, where that love comes from and how powerful that love is, you know, we could go, we could go through so much, but that still doesn't give, take that right for us to love, you know, and it never should because that, it just would be, you know, a power, like, I feel like we would be powerless if we're not able to love, you know. Yes, yes. And you're my person. You're my, my babies are my people. My, my family, my husband is my person. My, he's my, you know, my strength. You guys give me, you know, going to work and, you know, doing things that people don't want to do, you know. It's like go and smile and embrace it because you know what you come home and it's like hi can't wait to see that that smile you can't wait to see your people you can't yeah. wait to to be embraced by them yeah. and you know uh there's times that you know especially having you know different you know reasons why you come home and sometimes things are hard is society maybe work and maybe just you know a simple headache and maybe just you know traffic was crazy whatever it may be just it's always nice to know that you would just come home and it's you could just leave it at the door and and even though sometimes it was hard 
uh, you know, it's hard for me to do. So I know it's, it had to be hard for all of us to do. You know, it's like I would say, pick up your hands and make sure you say, it's not you. I have a headache. It's not you. It's not, it's, it's me. You know, I, I'm having one of those days just, just know, honey, it's not you. It's me. And it, to me, it was important to say that because even with my brothers and sisters, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, what's going on in their world because they're not happy or, or what's going on. I see the worry in their look. I see the worry and, and it was painful. It's painful to see your loved ones being in pain. So it's like, is it me? Did I make you hurt? Is it, is it, what is it? What's going on? Can you not speak of it? You know, and we're very private and we're very like anal (laughs) when it comes to speaking our mind. It's like, you make me speak, I'm going to scream. I'm going (laughs) to tell you in a very nasty way. So it's like, (laughs) do we even want to (laughs) ask? So just know that, uh, if, you doing you and looking in the mirror and taking care of you makes it easier for you to say, hey, it's not you, it's me. Because then it just kind of, hey, it's not you, it's me. It's easier to say that. It's easier to distinguish yourself, distinguish what you're going through. It's easier because you know you. You've embraced you. You've looked at you you've looked inside of you not the outer person that's not what i'm talking about look in the mirror but don't look at your hair and your face but really look in the mirror really look and take care of how can like mj used to say michael jackson yeah it's all about look (laughs) the man in the mirror you know it's like and he was so on point with that yeah. He had his own demons in his closet. I ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Everybody has demons in their closet, but he had a point, and I ran with it. I'm going to take what I need out of life, and I'm going to run with it because I look at me. I look in the mirror, and I know, I know where I was before, and I know what I've been through, and I know where I would rather be. And it's just enough for me. And that's my comfort. That's, I'm always running. Yeah, I'm always, a, I'm a busy body, but I always have love. And one of the things that I learned being a mom was from my mom telling me when she would discipline me, I'm, and she would take the time to sit and actually tell me why she was going to spank me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds familiar. So that's where that came from. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> I'm at the reminder that yeah. last year this weekend. But, yes. But well, well, thank you, Mom. I appreciate you coming on and you know, sharing and being vulnerable with with me and you know my audience and you know I hope everyone out there is able to get. Well, I even got to hope. I know people out there <laughs> able to pull whatever they you know they need to from this and yes. help them in their love journey. Uh, so I appreciate you doing this, and I appreciate everything you've done for me and, and Daniel, and just you're so welcome. You know, you definitely. Well, you know. thank you, honey. Cause mm-hmm. if I didn't have you guys, I would have still probably been in that rut. Yeah. My own rut. I I believe that you know, and and that's another thing, I I've never really had a chance to like I guess express or not express but like dive in. But I've seen 
the person you could have been without us, you yes. know. And I remember you used to tell us that, like, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. And and so it's and like facing it, my demons. Yeah. So it it goes. <laughs> it was ugly. Beyond. It was so ugly. Yeah. It, it was. I, it, it will be a movie one day. Yeah. But, but like that's that's why I'm a big believer on why being a better version of yourself really is important because I've witnessed it, I've seen it, and I've re- reaped the benefits of what being a better version of you has done, you know, with you and dad as individuals and as a couple and as my parents. Like, I've seen you guys go through hell and back multiple times. We've gone through that journey to hell and back multiple times together. Yes. And so, like, you know, that's why it just it matters to me so much, and that's why it's a big philosophy of mine so much. I've made a podcast of it because – good i've i love it i've i've like i i can truly say like if it wasn't for the self-reflection that you've done the the soul searching and holding yourself accountable and pushing you to be a better version of yourself like i don't know where me and danny would be we definitely would have been in the system like and that's what a lot of people don't understand like they don't understand you know they they weren't there they you know they were they are not you exactly and and you have to remember that they are not you um, as much as we helped your friends, as much as we had, you know, family members come over and, and we threw parties for birthdays and, you know, people don't understand. They have no, my family, my sisters sometimes don't understand. Yeah. They still question it, you know, it's like, yeah. and they forget until they have like a little, a little love. Memory, memory flashback. flashback exactly and then it's like oh <laughs> oh yeah i remember a little bit of this and i remember that and i remember the face and i remember the eyes and i remember that you know and it's just it's taunting but at the same time it's a f- fresh breath of air you know like oh that's a nightmare and we're not in that nightmare anymore yeah. and we pulled through but you know what i'm going to say one thing that really helped would have been because I I saw you guys growing. I saw you guys growing and I knew I was going to see you guys and face you guys when you guys were adults and I didn't want to see you guys any less than what I knew you guys were capable of being. And I knew if I didn't change myself that you guys were going to be where I was going to, where my brother has been. And where, you know, everybody knows where my brother has been, where I have been. And it's just a tough thing to face when you love somebody in your family and you can't reach them and and they don't want to be reached. Or if they come out of it, it's like, what happened to me? Why did you let me stay there for so long? And it's like, we tried. (laughs) We were pulling for you. We were rooting for you. We were yelling for you. Did you not hear us? No, they don't hear you. No, they don't feel it. They don't feel it. They don't hear you until they go through and they hit rock bottom. And then that cement doesn't go any lower because it's cement. And that's why I'm saying you've got nowhere else to go. So unless you want to smell that shit all the day, every day, every night, then you know what? Get up. Get up and change because your babies are growing up. And I know that love is is powerful and it's bigger it's bigger than you and me it's bigger than the hearts that are 
out there and because you know we grew up with love we grew up with love but there is a lot of trauma along with that love but out of everything we were not we're not those people anymore because we have love yeah absolutely so that's why i always go with love (laughs) so if you don't know you know now (laughs) (laughs) absolutely well thank you mom i love you and i love everything you've done for me and and help me get where I'm at, and I'm just gonna continue to be a better version of myself. And I love that. When I have my kids, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be something else because they. I cannot wait. I yeah. can't wait. I mean, I can wait. I will wait, but I don't want to wait. Yeah. Well, you're gonna <laughs> so wait. You're gonna have to wait. The clock is ticking. <laughs> yes. Sooner or later, but, but most likely later. Yeah. So, well, thank you, mom. I love you so much. I love you too, Papas. <laughs> oh my gosh that was so good yeah that was that was like fucking on point <laughs> yeah